0: Hey, Cinemaholics, welcome to another Last Call. For those of you who've been listening to the Cinemaholics for a while, Last Call is our special bonus episode that we do once in a cinema blue moon. <laughs> that didn't work. Where we sit down, casual conversation about whatever's on our minds. Uh, usually something related to movies, hopefully. And in this case, that is still the case. I am not alone, thank goodness. I am joined by fellow Cinemaholic from the Internet, California, or, sorry, I'm from the Internet, California. See, I messed it up, Will Ashton, because I didn't introduce myself first.
1: Oh, yeah. That I'm not true. used to this. Yeah, <laughs> You wants to start I'm
0: J- Yeah, I'm John Negroni from the Internet, California. This, who you're already hearing now, is Will Ashton from the Internet, Pennsylvania. Howdy ho. Maybe one day the Internet will be such a thing, we, we don't need to preface it with our states. We'll just say, John, California, Will, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't know.
1: That's very uh, George Orwellian of you, I guess. <laughs>
0: who knows? If this internet fad thing takes off, yeah, uh, anything who knows? Can happen. I
1: don't know.
0: Speaking of the internet, though, and how it's disrupting traditional everything, we're talking about MoviePass in this episode. Well, Ashton, what was the first time you ever heard of MoviePass? Let's, let's talk about it for people who don't know what that is.
1: Uh, I think it was about a year ago I first heard about it. I remember they were kind of toting it as like this like, uh, like holy grail kind of thing for moviegoers, where you could pay fifty bucks, and or fifty bucks a month, I mean, and you could basically go to as many movies as you wanted. And I thought that was really cool. But for me, someone who goes to press screenings a lot and stuff, it didn't really have as much value. And also, as someone who is poor like myself, it doesn't have a lot of value. But I could definitely see the potential in it.
0: Right. Yeah, I I heard about MoviePass uh, about three years ago, um, and I've been using it for about three years. And it actually, it, it's been around for a long time. It, I think the, uh, the beta for it started in 2011, and hmm. it used to be that, uh, and I never, I didn't do it back then, but it used to be that you would print off a uh, voucher uh, at home, and then you would actually go to the theater, and it, you would redeem it for your movie ticket. I mean... Makes it sound like it was like 1991, but yeah, that's how it went down. And that that promise is still holding true today. But MoviePass kind of has been hitting the news uh, these last few weeks, and uh, a lot of you listeners may have already heard about it, especially those of you in countries where it's available. Uh, I, I want to say that it's available uh, mainly in the U.S. I don't I don't know if it's available in any other countries, but for those of you who are listening outside of America. I do think this is a very important episode, of last, uh, an important last call, because we're not just going to be talking about MoviePass as sort of its own product, but really what it could mean, how it could change the way we watch movies forever. Uh, I think it is something that's going to be impacting the worldwide box office. So if you're listening and you're in a different country, I think that this is a really useful conversation for you. It's one that we've been wanting to have for a while, and we've been kind of thinking about it and processing, you know, what the movie pass thing is you know we were going to have a uh, we were going to talk about it on a main episode a while back uh we were going to talk about it but we we kind of i think we may have brushed over it Will
1: yeah something uh, like that
0: quickly yeah because you know p- what, one thing that i wanted to know was like uh, how is this going to be implemented and we're now at the point where movie passes new deal uh 995 per month is officially in effect Uh, People have signed up for the service in huge numbers. And part of the reason that this went viral is because, as Will said, it used to be $50 per month. And like you said, you could watch one movie a day uh, at almost any theater, and it was only $9.95 per month. I mean, watching one movie a month paid for itself with this new subscription tier. And I've been using MoviePass since it was about... It used to be $15 a month uh, when I was using it. And it was so worth it because... The the only thing about it that was kind of uh, that didn't work super well was that there was a twenty four hour uh, like limit. So like I, I would watch a movie at seven, and if I want to watch a movie the next day at four o'clock in the afternoon, I couldn't do it. Hmm. There there would be like a timer, and so that that was a big reason why I think a lot of people like they would sign up for the service, and then they wouldn't know that like MoviePass wouldn't really advertise it, yeah. and people would find out, and they'd be they'd end up not really watching they wouldn't be able to watch the movies that they wanted to see. It was a bit, it was pretty annoying. And then they got rid of that last year. That's good. Uh, they changed it up. Well, they increased the prices. So it was like, so $15 only got you two movies a month. And then uh there were, the pricing tiers actually differed depending on where you live here in the Bay area. Like it was 15 for 15 bucks for two movies a month. And I had to pay $50. Like you were saying for unlimited, which was nice and worth it for me because I see so many movies in the theater. Yeah. Um, a lot of movies, like press screenings around here are kind of tough to do because a lot of them are in a part of San Francisco that like I just can't make. So Movie Pass has been amazing because I can actually just pick whatever I want to do every single day. And if you see, so like at 50 bucks, I mean, if you see like three movies or four movies uh, a month, and I, I usually watch four to seven um, it's more than worth it because you're saving quite a bit of money. But now this new pricing model is out, where it's like 9.95 per month. I mean, for people like me, it's a no-brainer. But is it too good to be true? And is it really going to work? Why are movie chains like AMC, for example, why are they so resistant to something like this? That you know, part of the reason that Movie Pass is uh, exciting a lot of people is because going to, going to the movies is expensive and people want to go to see more movies, but people are getting so used to like the Netflix model, yeah. you know, where they can just pay a flat fee and you know, their entertainment is being commoditized. And the idea of going to a theater and, you know, paying $17 and then, you know, you, you can't afford the concessions so, or, you know, because you're just spending so much money and it, it's definitely an, an expensive experience. And this seems to be arbitrarily moving the price down. So, start let's start with uh there are a lot of different ways for us a lot of avenues to go down will ashton i just want to ask you point blank do you think this is going to work like do you think because it's working right now people are getting their cards and they're using it but do you think this is actually sustainable
1: well i'll say this much i think it's a good first step i mean i i'll have to really kind of follow it in the next like year or maybe two months or so to really figure out if there's any progress but i think it's wise of them to do it this way because if they're looking at their competition. Like, you brought up Netflix. Netflix, you can watch basically as much TV and movies as you want, as long as you have, you know, Wi-Fi and internet connection. Uh, you can watch basically a whole month worth of Netflix for, like, what, twelve ninety nine or something like that? Uh, I
0: forget what the new prices. is. Yeah,
1: on. which is a pretty good deal. I mean, it's, like, for seemingly unlimited tv that's pretty good and you don't have to leave your house or anything and that's what theaters are competing with right now i mean i don't think they want to admit as much but that's what the reality of the situation is so i mean to put it to about 10 bucks if like you said like if you're someone who is inclined to go to the movies maybe once or twice a week that's a pretty good deal i mean like even if you just go once or twice a month that's a pretty good deal because that's like worth what like a single ticket yeah, in some places, like that's like less than a matinee, but maybe, uh, like well, definitely less than like your evening showing at certain theaters. But I mean, I could see why theater chains feel a little, I guess, ripped off by it. But the thing that's curious that's curious to me is
0: uh, if they're not being ripped off though, because they're still getting the same amount of money. If anything, a lot of people are saying theaters should be excited because people who people are going to feel kind of obligated to go see a movie at least once or twice a month when normally they may have, they may only go like three or four times a year, I think is the average.
1: Yeah. If that, I mean, I think the average person maybe goes to the theater like once or twice a year. I'd venture to say three is kind of generous in
0: America. I I think it could be three or four because I I do think that like, it, it depends on the season. I think people will at least see one or two in the summer. I mean,
1: Everyone sees Star Wars, right? That's fair to say. And then, like everyone <laughs> and, and, will see like one. People movie. go to the
0: movies on dates.
1: Everyone you know? will see like one, like one movie, like with their parents for Oscar season or something. And like I guess, uh, I and everyone will see at least a summer blockbuster. So that's like three on average, I think.
0: Yeah, and if you have kids, uh, you know, yeah, people people like to take their kids at least once or twice a year. Sure. So, and they make it like an event out of it, especially like in summer and it's hot and all that. But anyway. You were saying something before and I totally
1: Oh, uh I was talking about Netflix and stuff. Just to...
0: Oh yeah, you know, I did want to say something about with Netflix too. Uh, people people are more ready than ever to wait. You know, so? with I think so. Well, will wait on like a movie that just came out. They're like, "You know what? I could just watch it at okay, home." Okay, yeah, later. sure, yeah. Even if it gets great reviews, even if it get has a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, the studios like to blame Rotten Tomatoes when they're, you know, rotten rated rated movies don't do well at the box office, even though sometimes they do anyway. And a lot of the time a lot of the times uh you know movies that critics love don't really make that much money. You know, Baby Driver didn't make nearly as much money as you would think if like critics' ratings really had that much of an impact. And I think a big part of it is because when people hear that a movie's great, they're like, okay, well, by the time they're hearing this, it's like a week or two, may or more. Since the movie came out and they're thinking to themselves, I'll just wait a couple of months and I'll see it at home. Mm -hmm. I can pause it. I can do all that stuff. The price of seeing a movie in the theater, in my opinion, is way too high. No, I agree. I don't think it makes any sense for you to pay that much money. And what you're paying for is the ability to see something first. But theaters are losing that leverage because so many more movies are like video on demand, you know, Netflix original movies, Amazon original movies, they just don't care anymore. They're they're coming out very quickly. I mean, just and look at this summer, like I was just looking, I think like Cars 3 is already about to be on iTunes and Wonder Woman. And like, if, you know, the price of paying to see one of those movies, I mean, you're paying like, not even way more than like 10 times the price of seeing it on like Netflix, or something like that, or to own it, you know mm-hmm. on uh, on blu-ray or whatever so i think that that is getting in the way and it's causing theaters to struggle if that doesn't mean MoviePass is going to fix it yeah. but why do you why do you think this is only a uh, a first step what do you think how do you think they could go further
1: well i mean there's quite frankly just other issues i mean like there's cell phones people are using they are just loud patrons you know like people kind of are just bothered by other people at the movie theater and that's a whole other issue yeah. uh, and also i mean like there's also the fact that, you know, people weren't really super excited about some of the movies. I mean, obviously now they're excited because it's out and everyone wanted to see it. But like the summer, I think a big issue is that like, you know, like most of the movies that came out this summer got rotten grades. Like that's just a fact. Like, I mean,
0: except for the ones in July. I mean, we had a pretty steady week to week though, of movies that were at least good. And if a movie came out that was pretty bad, like a big blockbuster, like pirates Another movie like Lady Macbeth would come out sure. that would be really good, and I think a lot of people who would have otherwise been like, "Well, I don't want to see Pirates of Caribbean. I don't care," and but normal, normal like ticket prices, they would have been like, "Well, I'm not going to pay twelve dollars to see Lady Macbeth. I, I don't know. Like, what if it's not good?" But like, I know, like I watch way more bad movies than I used to before I used Movie Pass. I'm way less judicious on my movie choices because. I You know, if I don't like it, I'll just go see a different movie tomorrow or next week, and I'm not really losing anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. But I guess, I don't know, I mean, I guess a bad movie for you may not be the same as a bad movie for someone else. I guess, I don't know, some people just take bad movies really personally. But, (laughs) I don't know. How so? I don't know, I mean, some people, like, I've taken it. Like I don't know, some people like are in agreement with Maverick, and that it's like bad. I mean, I don't agree with them, but they take it personally because that's a part of their childhood, and they feel well, betrayed by that. If we
0: if we're actually just talking about Maverick, you know,
1: oh, are guys, we guys? Uh,
0: I've watched. I'm going to talk about Maverick real quick. Um, I watched. A lot of movies with Maverick. Um, more a lot a lot more movies than I did because we've been friends for a while, but like we didn't watch a ton of movies together before he joined Cinemaholics and became our soundmaster because you know, like he's he was very picky about like seeing movies and he got movie pass and now he's not as picky. He's watching, you know, he's watching the same movies I am, he's watching a lot of bad movies, and he does he does like get really annoyed when he watches especially a movie that he was hoping was going to be pretty good. And then like it, and is just completely bored by it. And like, he, he does seem to kind of take it personally. Like that was my time. I'm not going to get that back. And I, I, I wonder if that's going to create like a, maybe even pickier moviegoers. I, I want to say that like, and Maverick can speak for himself, but I want to say that like Maverick has gotten a little bit pickier since we started seeing movies more often to the point where like, if he's not sold on the concept, he's really expecting it to not be great or to just be kind of like forgettable, and that could, to what you're saying, that could affect how studios pump out movies. And uh, on on that note, I do want to bring up the whole "too good to be true" thing. Um, the nine ninety five per month is not sustainable. I mean, MoviePass is going to be operating at a huge loss because of this, even if they have a lot of people sign up, but. The reason they can use this price and what they're alleging uh, is that they got bought out by an analytics firm, uh, Helios and Matheson, and... Their business model isn't really to make a profit off of the tickets, because all they're doing, all you're really doing with MoviePass is you sign up with them, they send you a prepaid debit card, and then you use the MoviePass app to select your movie when you're within 100 yards of the theater. You select the theater, you select the movie time, no IMAX, no 3D. You have to watch the standard, and you select select the movie. It processes it, and then they send the money directly to your prepaid debit card. It's instantaneous. So like, I do it when I'm in the line. I set it, and then I take the card out, swipe it, I'm good. And that that's what they're doing right now. They're not making money off of that. All they're doing is paying the ticket price, no matter what it is. The ticket price is $12. The MoviePass is paying the $12, if that's the standard, right? Um, so... They're not making money, but the analytics firm that bought them, what they are saying that they want to do is use the information on consumers uh, to find out what movies people are watching and to basically consumer habits, information, who you are, where you live, your name, you know, Mm -hmm. like what movies you want to watch. And frankly, they want to sell that information to the studios. They want to look at what they want to take all this information, all of these leads, and they want to turn around to the studio and say, Give us $10 million and we'll give you all of this in, for this region. That's what's going to happen. And that's how they're going to make their money. And if you're okay with that, great. Movie Pass is going to be great for you. But Will, do you see any problems with that like at all?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I, I can certainly see people being upset about that, if that's what you're asking. I mean, people don't really like their information sold. But at the same time, that's kind of like what it is if you sign up for a Facebook account. So, yeah, I mean that's just kind if you
0: of, use the internet at all.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the kind of strange thing about it. I was actually just talking to my dad today, and he was like, we were having a conversation, and he was talking about like he uh, he gets the ads on YouTube, and yeah. he was just like, it was this weird coincidence. Like we were talking about this thing, and then like just on YouTube there was an ad for it. And I'm like, that that's not a coincidence at all. Actually, that's like premeditated. They have like a thing in your phone, like they track that, and then that's how they know what to ad- advertise for you. And it was like, kind of like seeing his spirit die a little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah. Like realizing the world isn't quite as like, uh, I don't know what's the word, like, uh, serendipitous or, serp- uh, you know, serendipitous. Yeah, I guess.
0: Cause it, cause he thought that like, it was just an amazing coincidence. Right.
1: Exactly. And it was like, no, that's like the complete opposite of coincidence. That's like premeditated by like numbers and computers. And
0: yeah, I, I sent an email. Uh, I had it through my Gmail account and uh, somebody responded with a a joke about Wonder Years. I started seeing Wonder Years ads for like six weeks straight. (laughs) Yeah. For like the DVD set. Like it's, that's how it works now. And it's really hard to avoid that, to get away from it, unfortunately. And I'm sorry uh, Yeah,
1: to any listeners, this is new information to you.
0: (laughs) We've crushed their spirit. Yeah, Uh, But okay. So assuming that you're okay with that, and assuming that you can afford nine ninety five per month, like I think a lot of people who listen to this show, you know, so far, the people who've emailed us, the people I've talked to who listen every week, a lot of them listen to Cinemaholics because they want to know what we think about a movie um, as they make their choice to watch a movie the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them do that. A lot of them watch movies, um, i talked to quite a few people, who will watch a movie on Monday or Tuesday night because we send out the episodes on Sundays and Mondays. And they love the mini reviews because like with mini reviews, we try to cover like everything, we supplement mm-hmm. the main featured review. Uh, so good job, Will Ashen, because you always provide yeah. a lot of relevant movie. Sorry we life. didn't
1: have that this week though, but it's okay.
0: <laughs> we didn't get any complaints, but I think that's probably because we're in September. Right. But uh so I think that people you know, people are looking for ways to be smarter about their movie going experience. They're going on Rotten Tomatoes, they're listening to all kinds of podcasts, they're watching YouTube videos and all that stuff. And I wonder if MoviePass is kind of a mechanism for them to maybe like take less of a hit to the wallet when they do see a bit of a flop. You know, maybe some people will have the opposite effect as Neverkinds. They'll shrug. They'll say, "I, you know, I didn't, I didn't love the movie, but that's fine. You know, I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy next week." And you know, I, I feel like, I, you know, it's almost like you've you're buying into like a Groupon or something. And, and that's kind of the business model that they're using, frankly. Um, one of the that I did want to bring up, though, about um shoot I lost it. But that's okay. <laughs> um oh yeah, you can oh, so one other thing I did want to bring up though is cancellation. Uh one huge thorn in MoviePass's side or I should say in their customer side for a while until now is that if you use MoviePass uh for let's say like you bought a MoviePass subscription for one month and this was like a couple years ago I don't know how long this lasted and you wanted to cancel Uh, you actually had cancellation fees um, but you would pay less the longer you were a MoviePass member so if you were I think if you use MoviePass for like I think at least six months you have to use it I think for at least six months before you can just cancel Uh, they've gotten rid of that um, thankfully so now it's month to month and there's no cancellation fees you can cancel anytime Now I don't know if it's easy to sign up again um, they don't really cover that in any of their terms and conditions from what I'm, from what I can tell and read right. so far. But here's the thing. if uh, I think a lot of people are gonna be exercising that because not every month has great movies coming out. Yeah, so you kind of alluded to it before, where like people are watching it right now, but normally September isn't a big year. Like last year, I think like Sully and Snowden were like the only two movies I remember watching last September, and um, everything else was like a couple of duds.
1: Yeah, I I just remember Sully was like the one big hit. And like, it was kind of like August last year where like Hitman was like the only movie that was doing well because like nothing else was really competing. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's kind of the downside to September and and August and stuff.
0: Oscar season isn't too bad because you usually have a couple of horror movies coming out September and October and that might tie you over. November is always good because that's when Disney comes out with a big movie, usually two. So this year it's Coco and Thor Ragnarok. December, obviously you're going to have Star Wars. However, I think some people are going to be a little bit, you know, disenfranchised by Star Wars because if, if you want to use movie pass to watch Star Wars opening night, good
1: luck. Yeah, that's that's,
0: uh, probably not going to happen. Probably not. I mean, and it depends on where you live, but like, I, I ha I've had movie pass, um, with every new star Wars movie that's come out, both of them. And I didn't even bother because like what you would have to do, and I'm going to share a life hack with you guys or movie pass hack with you guys. Uh-oh. Uh, you can't, so here's the thing with movie pass, you can't buy advanced tickets and you can't, like, I know a lot of people like to use Fandango to buy their tickets because you can reserve a seat. Right. right, and around here, that's amazing. Like in the Bay Area, and I know, like in other like metropolitan areas, like L.A., New York, the movie theaters that have reserved seating are a boon because like they reward people who plan ahead and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with Movie Pass. The only thing that you can, the only way that you can make that work is Tuesday. Tuesday is usually when the show times for a lot of big theater chains will announce, like they'll have it available to purchase a ticket. Right, yeah, and it depends. Four. Yeah. However, it does depend. Like, Star Wars usually comes out months in advance. So what theoretically you can do, and what I have done in the past, but not for Star Wars, because I haven't risked it. With Star Wars, I always just buy full price. I'll buy out a row, and I'll give the tickets to my friends or whatever. But in terms of, like, whenever I've wanted it, like, I've expected, like, a movie to be big. You know, like, uh, Jurassic World was one. Mm -hmm. Um, What I do is I would go, I would buy a ticket using MoviePass for a different movie. That one that I don't expect to see because there's, here's another thing: you can't watch the same movie twice with Movie Pass. Oh, really? I don't know if they've changed that. They might have changed that with this latest, but that's how it's been for the last like year and a half. So, for me, like I, it, and that's the thing: like if there's a lot of movies that come out, so what I would do is I would look for a movie that I'm never gonna watch. Um, so, like let's say it's Leap, and I'll buy a ticket for Leap. I'll get it the prepaid thing. And then I'll go to the the box office person. I'll be like, "Hey, change my mind. Uh, can I exchange this ticket to another movie?" Um, and they'll be like, "What movie?" I'm like, "Actually, can I get it for this Friday uh, for this movie?" And they they're always fine with it. You can even and uh, I don't know if it's this may not this method may not always work, but I've done the same thing for IMAX, and you just pay an an upcharge. Uh, up yeah. Right, so I'm like, hey, uh, and that's usually what I'll do is I'll be like, hey, I got this in standard. Can I ex- can I upgrade this to IMAX 3D? They're like, yeah, it'd be an extra three dollars. So I'm paying a little bit more, but I can watch it in a different format. Sure. So that those are a couple of the ways that you can get around Movie Pass, especially if you want to get reserved seating, right? Because then you can be like, oh, I want to see this Friday. And You're like, okay, what seat do you want? And that that all works out. You still have to like hike over to the movie theater a week in advance, but. And I, I'm not saying I do this a lot. Like I do this very rarely when I really expect it. Cause usually I see movies on Thursdays, mm-hmm. so it's not usually a problem, but so that's, that's my, that's a little peek behind the curtain.
1: I'm sure they're all Let's writing see. these down on their notepads and stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> not with last, last call is not supposed to be about uh, movie, movie hacks, but maybe that's a, a good direction to yeah, go in with the features
1: open. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that, that's kind of where we're at, uh, but let's let's get a little bit more highfalutin, Will Ashton. Okay. Do you think? I mean, do you think that movie pass could really disrupt the theater chains? Do you think like it could actually make a difference? And like, if so, like how? Like, if it really takes off. Uh,
1: I guess the short answer would be yes. If assuming that like the big reason why people were not going to theater initially was just because of the money and just because they felt like oh I could just wait. And, you know, not spend 10 bucks to see, you know, whatever, like, um, uh, the Hitman's bodyguard or whatever, they can just be like, oh, that looks, that looks pretty good, but I can just see in two months for like on, for like $1 on Redbox or whatever. Uh, I could see for like those people, it being a big boon because not only are they more inclined to see something that like looks good to them, there'd be like you said before, like, eh, that looks okay, but I kind of like Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson, yeah. I'll, I'll risk it. it. I already have the 10 bucks on the thing and I only need to see it once so they can just feel inclined to, you know, bring a couple buddies and see it. And if they are, you know, the type of person that's more forgiving and of movies and just like, eh, it's just wasted two hours of my life, whatever. Then for them, I think it's a boon. But I mean, I don't know. It's just, that's what I mean. I guess it really just depends on why people at this moment are not really inclined to go to the movie theater. Is it, I mean it could be a variety of factors, and I don't think Movie Pass is going to be the Hail Mary, you know, pass that's going to save everything. But I do think in that specific case, if that's a big issue, then I think that is going to make an impact.
0: I would say, and you're right because it doesn't solve the cell phone issue. Right. It doesn't solve like loud patrons. For me, the only thing or that babies. solved that is uh, yeah, the only thing that solved that is going to uh, local theaters. Um, so I, there's I'm fortunate enough to I'm fortunate enough to live. Uh, pretty close to two CineLux theaters, and I never have those problems there because they're a bit more like tight knit, and uh, they're not like like I don't like I hate going to AMC, Century, Cinemark those theaters, Regal. I, I, I hate the big multiplex experience. I don't like IMAX. I, I don't like 3D. I don't like I don't like all the gimmicks. You sure. know, I, I don't like the super fancy concession stands. I don't I don't like any of that stuff. And but the local theater the local theater like attracts a different crowd, like usually um, older people who are more respectful. I hate to say, you know, I don't, I don't like to be, you know, dismissive of demographics or anything, but yeah, I mean, when you go to like an AMC, you're going to see a lot more teenagers. You're going to see a lot more like people who just have a predisposition to be more rowdy and, uh, you know, undisciplined. And that's just kind of the reality. Uh, But you know, the, the interesting thing is that the theater industry has been declining big time, especially among uh, millennials You know, and they're they're saying that like based on the data that they have, uh, so many theater chains are like they're losing their stocks because uh, this past summer has been so bad for the box office, and people have all people have all kinds of theories about why and what we can do to curb it. But I honestly think that something something that MoviePass can do that. We, we don't, that, that could kind of turn things around for movie theaters that frankly are really struggling, is that it could actually redefine how much a ticket is worth, right? right. Because I think that, like, like, we've already alluded to, it is too high. Mm-hmm. It is something that, like, you know, lo- look at, for example, like the theaters themselves, Will Ash, yeah. the theaters themselves should want this very badly. Not the studios, necessarily. I mean, maybe the studios too, but the theater chains should really want their concession prices yeah. uh, to be impacted positively by this. And this is anecdotal, but like, I, I think that like you can make the conclusion that if you have a lot more people coming to watch movies and more people who aren't paying ticket prices every time they show up, they're gonna be more likely to buy concessions. I have been way more likely to buy concessions since I started using MoviePass. Mm-hmm. I get them far more often than I did because it's just it's just how humans are wired. It doesn't really make total sense because you're not saving that much money and then spending on concessions. But when you aren't like paying for a ticket, the like impulse to get a concession product is so much higher. And theaters make so much money off of concessions, it makes so much more sense for them to to be really advocating right. for this. And if they are so worried about the price coming down, because I get that they're not getting the profits then the movie pass would ostensibly be getting. They're struggling anyway. Right. You know, like their business model is unsustainable, right? Like you can you can complain about movie pass all you want and say that nine ninety five is too cheap. Well, at least they're coming up with ways to get people to show up. Right. AMC's Stubbs Reward Card program is not working. <laughs> You know, it's not like it's something, it's a gimmick. And if Amy, AMC and century and all these theater chains individually decide like, well, we want to do our own version of that. No one's going to pick that over movie pass. You know why? Because no one's going to pay for a bunch of subscription services for different theater chains Yeah, because nobody goes to the same. Well, not I shouldn't say that. Some people will only go to one theater chain to be fair. For me, that's completely ridiculous because there's so many theater chains to pick from. Right. But a lot of people do have more than one. And if you have like MoviePass, which would let me go to any theater chain when I go to visit other people, if uh, I'm out of town or whatever, I can exercise that. And most places have at least two theater chains. Then, yeah, forget it. It's like, it's the same thing with cable, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if we just have like AMC has their own streaming app service that you have to pay for, Um, right now we're seeing like Disney wants to have their own like streaming app thing and, and get off of Netflix. Sure. I can sort of understand how Disney can get away with that because they have so much content. It's kind of like HBO. Yeah. Right. But a theater chain, it, it just to me, it, it reeks of greed and excuses. I think they, they are coming up with reasons to be all upset about this, to be all like, well, this isn't going to work. But they they need a Hail Mary, too. hmm and I don't. Th- it's not as if MoviePass is coming in on a model that's working and is like maliciously trying to replace it. They're they're looking at a problem that's been kind of gestating for quite a while now, and they're actually coming to the table with an interesting solution. That's that's my take.
1: Yeah, I agree with you because I was gonna say the only, I think the only theater gimmick that I've ever seen like really work is maybe like the Carmike Cinemas like super bargain matinee, and that's like only on Tuesday or something like that. And it's like four ninety eight, and to me, that's basically what tickets should be anyway. But that's neither here nor there. But (laughs) uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's really like no other options for them at this point. I mean, I guess there are other options, but there are none that really are proving the to be that substantial or that you know rewarding financially. So I I don't see why they're so resistant to this at this point. I think
0: I think it's because they haven't it hasn't sunk in yet. That the the model is struggling because up until this point it wasn't struggling. Right. Up until well, this point, it was, they were actually
1: but not this extreme. I guess
0: not on the surface because like it, it was only struggling in the sense that like ticket sales were down, but they were making so much money off of 3D and IMAX that it well, wasn't really mattering all that much. But what they should be seeing right now is that's com- that's super volatile. Yeah. Because it, that's not sustainable. People are be- becoming less and less willing to pay those high prices that's been carrying them since Avatar. Yeah.
1: I mean, like what? Yeah, like when was the last time like a 3D movie was really like, an event? Um, I can't, gosh, man. I can't even think of like the last time I really got excited about a 3D movie.
0: I mean, probably Avatar for me. Yeah, that's what I mean, mean like, there's got to be maybe I, Jurassic World. I was gonna say to Hugo, extent. maybe
1: that might be the last one. That I was like, ex- you're excited uh, about what? Hmm. But yeah, yeah, no, I was just saying that. I think Hugo was the last 3D event for me that was really like. Oh, I gotta check out to see like what Scorsese does with 3D. But other than that, like I can't think of the last time like 3D, and that was like what like six years ago, maybe like less than that. 2012,
0: 2012, right or 2011?
1: Yeah, 2012, I think or 2011. Yeah, it was like five or six years ago. So
0: the thing is, though, I mean, one of the reasons people will, I think, probably the main reason people will go see a 3D movie is when they impulse decide to go watch a movie and the 3D time is the most convenient. Yeah, that's when I mean, yeah. Because the chains, I mean, they kind of go out of their way to make it so that 3D is a very easy option. Right. Right? And that's the reason why I've I still watch 3D movies even though I hate it. I think it's, you know, I'll sometimes look at it and be like, "Well, I can't make the, you know, <laughs> the 12:15 uh, it, you know, one o'clock in the morning showing, so I guess I'll watch this 7.30. Right. Um, That kind of thing.
1: Or for me, like, if they have, like, a, if it's just what they're screening, which hasn't really been an issue for me lately. I guess they're just not showing as many movies in 3D at press screenings, but I know for, like, for a while it would just be, like, the only option. So it's just like, okay, I'll just see it in 3D, I guess. Right. Yeah, it's just, I mean, to, yeah, that's what I mean, what if I ever really see a 3D movie, it's just more like, oh, it's just the most convenient for me, or the most convenient for me, or it's just the only real option at the time. So, it, yeah, yeah, it's not. It, 3D is certainly not going to save the theater chain, and it would be silly to think at the, otherwise at this point.
0: I think a really good parallel is to the music industry. Um, you know, I, I think that movies have been dealing with piracy for a long time, sure. um, as m- the music industry has. Uh, you know, dealing with torrents, dealing with, you know, people just being sort of so accustomed to getting all downloading all their music for free. It wasn't it was only like a decade ago that like services like LimeWire, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, all those all those like really shady, you know, music torrent sites were really popular because people, you know, Napster, all that stuff. Yeah. People would just download all their music and that was really easy. And in my opinion, I think that like things like Pandora, RDO, Spotify, they made it so that music had a price again. Or iTunes, right? $10 a, $10 a month. iTunes was a big factor um, for MP3 sales. And if you remember, movies were really the theater, the studio chains, I should say, or sorry, not movies at all. R- record companies, uh, the you know, and artists were very hesitant to go with like the 99 cent MP3s for a mm-hmm. while there because it was, you know, kind of like messing with the price of what people would normally pay for an album. But we see how that worked out. I think what MoviePass has an opportunity to do here is to to give it a price again. And yeah, it's not going to be as high. It's not going to be $50 a month. It's it's going to be something that's a bit more accessible. And it's going to give people a reason to impulse watch movies at the theater. I, I love being able to do that. It's yeah. so nice when you're doing whatever, you're having a lazy day to be like, I could just walk, walk, roll right into this movie, uh, any movie that I want, and I don't feel like I'm losing anything. I can watch some random indie film. Maybe it sucks. I'll just walk out if right. it is. No harm, no foul.
1: Yeah, no, I agree 100. I'm just, I'm just hoping that the theater chains recognize that sooner than later. At this point, just because it's just getting kind of sad. Like to, I mean, I, I, I love the theater experience more than almost anything. And I mean, I'm on their side. I want people to be back in the theaters. So I mean. there just needs to be a change. Obviously the ticket sales are not going to go up by themselves. So we got to get them in somehow if it is movie pass. And I mean, I'm hopeful. I mean, I don't know if it's going to save it or not, but I'm hopeful at this point for movie pass.
0: I mean, there are, we've mentioned it a few times. Doesn't solve every problem. Right. I think that people, there are a lot of people like you and me, Will, who we loved going to a theater to see a movie. Yeah. Like I, I just love that experience. Even if I see a bad movie, I'm glad I still went right because I love sitting in theaters. I love the acoustics, the sound, everything, you know, being hard of hearing, especially it's nice to be in a theater where like the sound is so good. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's nice to be immersed like that. But I think a lot of people just love home theaters and watching movies in the living room. And that's super cool too. I love doing that as well. Um, especially cause I can use subtitles, but I think what this can do is this can sort of revitalize, you know, going to the movies as a communal event, something and kind of rekindle that for people who sort of given up on it, Um, similar to how people may have given up on cable and Netflix and Hulu kind of brought them back, you know, to like taking chances on things that weren't just really broad network sitcoms. You know, because maybe they were—that's all they were able to watch before, and you know, they didn't have FX or like all those other extra channels. But thanks to Netflix and, and Hulu, that you can kind of be introduced to a new world of entertainment, and that's that's great for everybody. Uh, it's great for the studios. It's it is good for the theaters. One argument that the theaters have been putting out there, William Tyler, <laughs> is that they, they're worried that like, okay, Movie Passes promise to do this for at least a year, this price. yeah, And they're, they're worried that like Movie Pass is going to go out of business in a year. Hmm. And then people are going to be so used to the nine 95 a month. They're going to be angry. And then the theater chains aren't going to be able to do whatever, which I call nonsense because then they can just create their own service right at that point. And then that actually makes sense. You have customers who are captive to this. And I, I'm just going to venture out and say that this is going to be more successful for everybody then they're sort of doom and glooming.
1: Yeah, I mean, at worst, it's a failed experiment. At best, it brings people back to theater and gets interest back in the theater. So I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I think, I'm just on your side at this point, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe we shouldn't overstate it. Maybe, you know, maybe the resistance that the theater chains are showing right now will diminish. Maybe part of it is just that they're being resistant, but I haven't seen them, like, really vigorously campaign against MoviePass. Uh, they're probably AMC waiting. AMC has
1: been pretty pretty negative i've heard
0: but they they haven't taken like huge actions though Sure, but they've been
1: outspoken about it
0: they have sorry they've written a couple of blog posts right but that's the thing like i think that they're also sort of waiting to see what will happen and taking notes (laughs) you know in their notepads yeah
1: they're like that person who like uh like in your friend group that like always is like i'm not gonna like this when but they still go along anyway but they keep telling i I don't think it's gonna be fun and then they get along and, and it ends up being pretty fun. And then they're always like, oh, yeah, I thought that was going to be fun. I think, that's, yeah. I think it's AMC right now.
0: Well, uh, did you have anything else to add? Well, I think we kind of covered it
1: yeah, pretty I mean, thoroughly. Yeah, obviously. I mean, there's going to be, like 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 you are saying, I think there's going to be movies that, like, like, Home Again, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference if you see that at home or in the theater. And obviously, like, Star Wars is going to do well no matter what. But this could do really well for, like, middle-budget movies that have been really suffering right now like, movies that, like, people have been hearing about, like, a lot, like, maybe, like, Ingrid Goes West, or, um, Wind River, or something like that, where they were like, oh, that sounds good, but I don't know if I have enough money to, you know, see, like, an extra movie this year, or this month, they can go see that now with MoviePass, or even, like, something like Justice League, which people are kind of ambivalent about, they can be like, well, I can just see on my MoviePass, and at worst, we just have, we just laugh at it, at best, (laughs) it's a great movie, so, I mean, I think this is a good step, that's, I mean, that's all I really have to say about that, I think... I think those are clear examples of where this could be a big improvement for the movie theater-going experience. And, I mean, it really just is a matter of time, I guess, at this point, just seeing public reception and how they really respond to this. I mean, I have heard some issues, like, with people. uh, Like, I guess they've tried to use their movie pass, and it hasn't worked for them. I don't know if it's certain theater chains or what's going on with them, but there is. Oh, yeah, we should
0: talk about that real quick. Um, So it wasn't working for me last week. I wasn't able to use it to see it because... Um, they, there, there is an issue and it's resolved for me now. I don't know about, I don't know about everybody Yeah, else, I just, I just heard this like, like from the you, first week.
1: So by the yeah, time this like, comes out, this might be all fixed and everything's dandy. You, you know. That's why
0: I haven't mentioned it. I I think that it's a very temporary, I think they basically they got overwhelmed. They didn't realize so many people were going to be picking up on this sure. so quickly, uh, and uh, so, yeah, definitely, like, a lot of people haven't gotten their cards yet. Uh, but this week, there's been, like, a steady improvement. Like, it's it's starting to work. And, uh, yeah. I, and part of the problem with uh, me was, like, my account rolled over. And apparently, there was, like, some sort of weird hold. So, like, when I was trying to, like, get my tickets, it was saying... It, it, the theaters themselves were showing up, but I couldn't actually see the movies. And apparently, hmm. like, if you don't get your card... Until you get your card, you don't see that stuff in the app, apparently. And so there was some sort of glitch. Uh, so, so there are a couple of bugs being ironed out right now. Um, I'm definitely not advocating that you go out and you go get this. I think you should do some research. I think you should talk to people who maybe have used it already. See see how it works in your area. See, see if the theaters in your area actually use MoviePass because if they don't, this isn't worth it for you. Right. Um, spend, spend your money wisely. I mean, it is, you know, cancel any time, but uh, you definitely don't want to get ripped into something uh, that doesn't work for you. Um, but hopefully for some of you, this, this is a great thing that you're going to be able to find a lot of use in. I, I know I have for as long as I've been using it and, uh, I'm glad that the price went down because that's great news for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, if certainly if you're on the fence, this is going to be, you know, a good persuader, but yeah, I mean, just look into it first, see what's going on. I mean, obviously this is a very new thing and there are going to be some hiccups and bumps along the way. So it it's not going to be perfect at first. I mean, we'll see what becomes of it like we said before but i mean i don't know i mean i'm just optimistic i think more than anything because this Mm -hmm. does sound promising and it does sound like it could be a viable step forward but i mean well fingers crossed i guess
0: yeah all right well that'll do it for this week's last call Thank you for joining us. We're going to be back for our main show, Cinemaholics. Uh, our new episode on Sunday slash Monday, whenever we drop it, probably Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be talking about Mother. Yeah. And there hopefully, there American American, ass- American Assassin, maybe. Uh, know.
1: maybe you. I'm one
0: of the, I'm one of the I'm one of the dozen people excited about that one. So.
1: Yeah. I keep getting um, it mixed up with the Tom Cruise one. Yeah, American Made. Yeah, because they're both coming Very out different. this month. And it's like, what, which yeah. ones?
0: What? <laughs> they're both American, right? Uh, nothing to do with that Sniper one, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't believe Maverick Hines will make it. He is, he is in Mexico, um, so that's yeah. why he's not with us for this last call. Uh, but he should be back uh, next week uh, to hang out with us for whatever movie is coming out that week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later from the Internet,
1: California. I'm, I'm John. And from the Internet, Pennsylvania, I'm Will. See you next time. Bye.